It's the Flyers Forecast with Steve Jaco and Craig Forsythe taking a look at your Flyers week ahead. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Flyers Forecast. I'm Steve Jaco, this is Craig Forsythe, and we are previewing the Flyers week ahead for December 9th. That is December 9th. I looked at the date and for a second went, how do dates work? I forget. But here we are talking about the Philadelphia Hockey Flyers. Craig, how are you, buddy? I'm doing all right. Uh, I'm, I'll, I'll admit it. We've all been there with the calendar thing. So uh, we can relate. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm excited for the Flyers still, even though uh, their best player may have died on Saturday. So RIPD. Uh, RIPD, Konechny. Yeah, Travis <laughs> Konechny, that's your, your big story yeah. of the week is uh, Travis Konechny got hurt. In the game against the Ottawa Senators, you hate to see it. You actually do hate to see it. I actually do hate to see it, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was an unfortunate play. It's an unfortunate play. Konechny's been their best offensive player so far, and it's the friggin' Senators, so you, you just don't yeah, want to see that. Nice. Yeah, and honestly, like, the, the pass wasn't great from Braun, and I really, I don't have that many problems with the Borvieski hit, honestly. I mean, it's a, it's a little late. And I think it just sucks because it was connect me and it was the sense and it was Borvieski. So to lose a guy to a concussion in that situation is just, just annoying, but it uh, doesn't sound like he, you know, it's a concussion. So there's really no timeline, but AV didn't sound, uh, he, he sounded like it was a possibility he might be back later in the week. They were, he's not flying out there to start the road trip, the three game road trip, but AV didn't um, cancel out the idea of him being, in the lineup on Saturday or Sunday, it sounds. So he might be back pretty soon. You know, maybe only a couple games without TK, but still, it's a. Uh, any game without connecting in the top six is going to be a real bitch to win. Yeah. Especially this year. Yeah. Costly injury for the Flyers. And the, the main thing is you don't want to rush him back. You never want to rush anybody back with a concussion. Make sure they actually are ready because we know the devastating effects that concussions, concussions can have on athletes, especially in hockey. And you just don't want to mess around with that. No, not at all. And I mean, you know, it's early in the season and there's no need to rush him back. So just take as much time as you need to, uh, to recover from that. And, uh, I, it will test the flyers death. I mean, the, the obvious move right now is, uh, JVR moves up from the bottom line to the top six. I would assume he goes on the line with Drew and Frost and then they keep Limblom, Katori, and Voracek together. But we will, we'll see how that shakes out. I, I honestly wouldn't be against putting JVR on Limblom and Katori's line because you know it was the thing I was pitching a couple of weeks back of uh, to help JVR get out of the rut. You put him with the two most ridiculous like puck possession guys on the team who apparently just get people going. So that would be that. And then it sounds like Chris Stewart might be the fill-in on the fourth line because everybody in Lehigh Valley is banged up. So that might be a little bit of a bitch to deal with, Ugh. but we'll see. <laughs> also, the, the other thing, yeah, the other thing is uh, quietly and still important, but not as uh, devastating as Phil Myers, uh, I believe, left today's practice early and also left the game on Saturday early. He has uh, he's been getting back spasms, and it sounds like Robert Hag will take his place. There's really no timeline on that either, but it, he, it sounds like he's not going to be playing on on uh, Wednesday. He could be back by Saturday, though. So that's uh, a lot of moving parts. But overall, uh, I don't know. I still feel pretty good about the team. I think they just got to play a little more defensively now, and they kind of been a more defensive-minded team this year. 
I think. So kind of goes into how they've been playing. Yeah, a couple tough injuries, but the Flyers are in good shape coming into this week. They are mm. currently third in the Metro at 17, 8, and 5 with a plus 11 goal differential. So doing well, they're still they're in the top 10 in the NHL currently in points, right? Yeah, yeah, they're out there. Uh, and I mean, they've been... Uh, They've been getting racking up points. They've won six of their last seven. They got points in eight of the last nine games. Uh, top half of the league in goals per game, six in goals against per game with 2.67. 19th ranked power play, and then tied for fourth best uh, penalty kill. So, again, the defensive sides, the defensive numbers are doing pretty well. Uh, and you could, you know, want a little more offensively, which I think makes this a pretty, uh, pretty interesting week for the Flyers because – Losing your top scorer and then going to play a team like the Avalanche, who are definitely going to challenge, you know, what you can bring offensively and as a whole team. Uh, the Wild, who we know watching over the last couple of years, it's always a defensive struggle against the Wild, and the Flyers seem to always struggle to get into into the slot against them, even though they did kind of tee off on them last year in Philly. Uh, and then the Jets, who Connor Hellybuck is having a hell of a season, and the Flyers should dominate that game in terms of puck control. They just need to figure out a way to solve hell you buck. But, you know, a common thing that's happened this year and over recent Flyer seasons is uh, dominating the game but just can't solve a goalie. So we'll see uh, see if they can do that with their leading goal scorer. But we'll Dude, talk about these games. I was going to say, do we even need to break them down? It sounds like you just <laughs> ran through them all. I mean, yeah, we could go a little bit more in there. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about the injuries and stuff. Yeah. So first up this week, uh, the Flyers take on the Colorado Avalanche on Wednesday and it looks like we have a little Flyers after dark situation because they are starting at 9.30. 9.30 p.m. Hashtag Flyers after dark. Uh, and yeah, I think that's going to be, I think that could be a real gross night on Twitter because I think it's going to be a tough game for the Flyers, even though the, the Avs have some injuries too. People are going to be up late and they're going to be pissed off. They stayed up late to watch like a, uh, a 4-1 loss or something. But uh, the Avalanche are coming in. I mean, the Avalanche, the Avalanche are coming in on a six-game winning streak. Um, they're second in the Central at 19-8-2. They have a plus-28 goal differential. You say the Avalanche are the Avalanche like they've been, like, killing it coming into this year. <laughs> like, they're having a good year. Bro. Yeah, they're having a good year. Well, I think they were, like, they were they were kind of like the, I don't know, not the dark horse, but, like, people were picking them as a cup contender, they, I think, this year. They, they were an anticipated team this year, but at yeah. the same time, like, the last couple of years, yet. not so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had a good run last year in the postseason. And then, yeah, I think people were kind of hoping that McKinnon and McCarr are who they are. I mean, they've been they've been pretty dominant. And uh, I think that, you know, that leads to the other numbers here. They're second in goals per game, ninth in goals against per game. Uh, and then special teams aren't great. Uh, 14th ranked power play, 20th ranked penalty kill. So that could be something. Again, good test for the Flyers this week. They've kind of struggle with zone entries on the power play and producing on uh, with the extra man. So hopefully they might be able to tee off on a team like the Avs or the Jets who are also bad on the penalty kill and kind of get that going in the right direction. Um, but Colorado, yeah, six-game winning streak. Their game on Wednesday is their second game in a three-game homestand. There's no back-to-back, so the Flyers aren't going to face their backup. But uh, at the moment, uh, the injuries they're dealing with. Speaking of goaltenders, uh, Philip Grubauer uh, is day-to-day at the moment. Didn't practice today. I don't believe he's going to play tonight. We're recording at 8. 
they play at nine, so we'll find out <laughs> tomorrow. But uh, horrible case of LBI, and Pavel Francus is their starter tonight. He's got 13 games of NHL experience to his name. And Adam Warner is their backup, who they recently called up from the AHL. He has two NHL games to his credit. So the Flyers might be walking into one of these goalies on Wednesday night. So that's, you know, might lose Konechny, but if you have to go up against Adam Warner, hopefully you should put in some goals. I was going to say, uh, I, I, none <laughs> yeah. of these names, except for Grubauer. Yeah, these, no, these are real people, by the way. Yeah. I want to I make that clear. This isn't fake. I didn't make these up. These weren't like extras in some random movie. These are real Real men. So, Pavel Frankus, 7 2 0, 931 save percentage uh, in his this season with the Avs, which is pretty good. And then uh, even Warner's doing pretty good, 1 1 0, 914 save percentage. But still. There's still nine. nobodies. Yeah, still nobody. nobody. Yeah. Not Philip Grubauer. This, should, this shouldn't be a game where, you know, it's like, oh, they ran into a hot goalie. Well, I'm not I'm not going to put up with that about Pavel Francus. So. I mean, <laughs> it, you know, it's funny. In, in the past couple of years, uh, I and forever, really, with the Flyers, you'd expect running into the backup goalie for the Flyers to automatically, you know, chalk that up to a shutout. But yeah. uh, honestly, the way this team has, has handled situations like that, with the exception of the Ottawa Senators, uh, I, I actually feel good about a situation like this. Yeah, 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 I, I agree. Uh, they, it happened a few times earlier in the year, which is why I got paranoid, and I think everybody else got paranoid, because they blasted the Oilers and Stars, and then they couldn't solve Koskinen and uh and bishop and everybody kind of lost their mind so uh but they haven't it's been few and far between since then so hopefully uh hopefully they don't start that tradition again on wednesday but uh so the the big stories for the, the abs too i think are that mckinnon and mccarr might be two of the best players in the league at the moment and kale mccarr it sounds like he may not play on wednesday uh he is not expected to play tonight against the flames again we're recording beforehand might be back Wednesday. Uh, it's day to day for him. He has a um, he's got an absolutely horrendous case of uh, UBI after a hit from Brad Marchand on Saturday. And uh, Ryan S. Clark, the Athletics AS writer, uh, tweeted this out today. He said, uh, "Jared Bednar, the AS coach, asked if it was confident Kale McCarr could play later this week. Bednar says confident might be a strong word, but it's a possibility. So, Kale McCarr might be in the lineup. He may not." But either way, he's going to be coming back. He might be a little banged up. So, Am I reading this right that Nathan McKinnon has 45 points in 29 games? Yep. Nathan McKinnon is losing his mind. Good Lord. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's going off. And he's yeah, done so. a lot of that without Miko Rantanen in the, in the lineup, and he just came back pretty recently. Yeah, yeah. And they've had, they've had guys going in and out of the lineup, but they – I mean, they're still ro- – their underlying numbers aren't too great, but, I mean, it's still – you watch them play; they're, they're pretty dynamic, and they're not too many uh, too many holes in their system. Um, but yeah, Nathan McKinnon, forty-five points, and then Kale McCarr, twenty-eight points in twenty-nine games. Uh, eight of those twenty-eight points are goals. And then I want to point out uh, Jonas Donskoy and Andre Burakovsky, two off-season signings that not too many people, I guess, or uh, off-season additions. Burakovsky was a trade. Uh, not too many people were kind of making a big deal of the signings, but they were, they were pretty good moves. And Donsko has 25 points so far and Burakowski has 22 points so far. So they're already over 20 points and they're not even 30 games into the season yet. So uh, a big issue with the as before was death. And they made those signings and uh, it's going to be a tough game on Wednesday. Um, I, 
Oh, and Nazem Kadri might also be out for Wednesday as well. Uh, he was on the ice today in a non-contact jersey, but uh, if he misses tonight's game, he'll have missed the, the last three games for the Avalanche. Uh, yeah, well, I, I it, mean... It should be interesting, but the Flyers, if they're going to have a shot against a team like this, really they have all of the best things they could possibly yeah. have, with the exception of McKinnon being hurt, uh, lined up for them. Yeah, I mean, it, it sucks that Konechny and, and Myers are going to be out, but Makar being out for them would be a huge loss. And Grubauer. Grubauer. Uh, I was going to say, and Grubauer may not sound like a huge loss, because, I mean, he, you know, but uh, it's still, you're going from Grubauer, who's a pretty good goalie, to Pavel Francus or Adam Warner. So it's, that would be, a pre- and, and a Kadri's out too. Like, there's, that's a wonderful game on Wednesday. It's just, I... I don't know. I, I feel like the, the Avs are still going to be pretty hard to handle, even without those guys in the lineup. That's a tough team, but again, if uh, you're going to have a chance, this is the best chance you're going to have. So, okay. well, close to the best chance. Again, McKinnon kind of would <laughs> uh, But then the Flyers move on to face the Minnesota Wild, their old foes, at least Chuck Fletcher's old foes and old team. Right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, the battle of Chuck Fletcher. The battle for Chucky to trade soul. Uh, the battle for Curtis Foster. <laughs> Fozzie. Uh, Saturday, 7 p.m., NBC Sports Philly. And the Wild, they're uh, 14, 12, and 4, minus 8 goal differential. They're slightly out of a wild card spot, two points out. Uh, so this is another winnable game for sure. And I would yeah. I would say I would expect the Flyers to win this one. I would too. I will say that the Wild have kind of picked up their shit from where they were earlier in the year. Uh, they... I mean, from back when I was still pitching at Hockey Wilderness, they were kind of uh, got to a real bad start, but they've started to turn things around, and now they're in the middle of the pack in goals per game. They're 15th with 2.97, uh, 25th in goals against per game. But that's really more on Dubnik and uh, Alex Daylock, in my opinion, because they're, uh, they're third in allowing the least amount of uh, expected goals against. So pretty much they're the third best teams in terms of limiting uh, quality chances against. So even though Dubnik's getting that in front of him, he still has a 893 save percentage. And he's also... Uh, excuse me? Yeah. Well, Dubnik hasn't been having a good year, but in his defense, he's got uh, he's got some issues going on at home. He hasn't played, hasn't played since November 16th. Uh, he was on the ice today, actually, so he might be back for this weekend. Uh, hasn't played since the, the middle of November. He's been with, uh, spending time with his wife who's dealing with some potentially serious medical issues. Uh, that is according to where I saw it, which was uh, Hockey Wilderness, run by a friend of the show, one of my best friends, IRL, Ryan Quickly. So <laughs> I don't know if he's, I don't know how he'll take that. But So Dubinick might be coming back, but he's been out for a minute. It's been a lot of, a lot of stay lock lately, and a guy named Capo Kakinen who was a 2014 fourth-round pick. Not Capo uh, Kako, right? Not Capo uh, yeah, Kako? Yeah, exactly. Not Capo Kako. Capo, not Kako Kakinen should be his nickname, and it will be the worst experience for everybody. But 23-year-old Finnish netminder, 908 save percentage with I, uh, the Iowa Wild last season because, you know, it always gets wild out in Iowa. And then uh, he's got a 950 save percentage in two games so far. So only two games of uh, NHL experience for him. Uh, and then Alex Daylock is 906 in 14 games with eight wins. But Minnesota, I mean, it's the same thing with Minnesota. Their uh, their makeup or their underlying numbers are a little bit different. There seems to be they seem to be generating a little more offense and not really shutting things down defensively. But like I said, they're still third in expected goals against. So that's 
a pretty big testament to how much they take away the uh, the slot for opposing teams. Um, game on Saturday is the final game in the Wilds' three-game homestand, but it's also the first of a back-to-back and the third game in a four and six. So, like like we were saying about the goalies before, uh, I really don't know which one they're going to see on Saturday. They could see any of them. Dubin is coming off IR on Thursday. He might skate and be ready for Saturday. Could be Stalak because he's their starter and they feel more confident putting Kakanen, uh, or, uh, Kapo Kakanen uh, in against the the Blackhawks on Sunday, or we might see Kakanen on on Saturday. So I have no I have no idea which way they're going to go with that. <laughs> but um, yeah, you got any thoughts on the uh, the Wild here, Steve? What's your favorite thing about the Wild? Oh man, all those those great things. <laughs> cliff running, all those cliff running highlights. All those Marion Gabrick highlights, and uh, yeah, that's that's what I got. Yeah, <laughs> All those West Falls highlights. I don't know who the fuck. I, I, I don't. Know, what does there even care about with the Wild? <laughs> you know what I like? I, I like those uh, green jerseys that say Minnesota Wild on. They're nice. Yeah, they're very creative. That's, I like it. There's not, a lot going on up there. Yeah, it's all that matters. You know, I, I actually like them though. They're classy. It's classy look. But it's uh, yeah. I mean, Jason Zucker, Eric Stahl. Are, like, who cares? Yeah. I was going to say, there are two people I really only care for watching on that team, and it's Zucker and uh, Matt Dumba. So, Zucker, though, 21 points. Uh, both he and Eric Stahl lead the team with 21 points. Zucker has 11 goals, 10 assists. Stahl has 8 goals, 13 assists. Zach Parise, still alive, and uh, still a lot of the years left on that contract. He's got 12 goals this year. And then uh, Matt Zuccarello. So, I lied. I, I was interested in Matt Zuccarello this summer. Uh, but right now, he's got 17 points in 26 games for the Wild, and uh Please has been tearing it up lately. So, uh, but a winnable game. They should win on Saturday. IMO should win. Uh, yes, uh, yes. Yeah, and that's it's, uh, that's before. So, Greg, I don't know how to feel about this team this year. But then they go on to take on on Sunday on a back to back. They travel up to a town with no parks and no airport, Winnipeg, to take on the Jets. Five p.m. Weird time. NBC <laughs> Sports Philly Plus. Lots of words in that title. But uh, the Wild third in the Central, 18, 10, and 2, plus five gold differential. And it's basically Spider-Man pointing at each other meme here. <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. And I mean, it's uh, it's pretty much just Connor Hellybuck is what the Jets are because they lost half their defense coming into this year. Like, they lost whatever you think of Tyler Myers. He was still playing a lot of minutes for them. And then Dustin Bufflin is still going through whatever he's going through. And then they traded uh, Jacob Truba. So they lost half their defense, and they're throwing out guys like uh, the last couple of games, they're throwing out the combinations of Neil Pionk and Lucas Pisa as their top pair. Tucker Pullman and Joshua Morrissey as their second, and then Anthony Potato and Nathan Bayou as their third pair. So admit, these are NHL games, by the way. You like, these say are Potato, I say Potato. You say Pionk, I say Steonk. That would be if he was really bad he's he's doing fine though i think we'll work on these we'll, we'll come up with some slams for the jets because i mean i'm i'm all for hating the jets i'm still pissed off about that 9-8 loss from like 10 years ago <laughs> but they uh i mean all their underlying numbers suck i mean they're pretty uh they're even their special teams suck as well they're 27th ranked power play and uh 26th ranked penalty kill 21st and shot attempts four percentage and then 30th and expected goals four percentage so in terms of getting winning the quality chances battle they are 30th out of 31 teams and i read i read the defense off before 
and it's honestly just Connor Hellybuck tearing things up. When you look at the the heat maps too, the Jets just allow a ton of chances near the slot. Um, so Hellybuck's record is fifteen seven and two. He's got a nine thirty four save percentage, and he's got a two nineteen GAA. Uh, for comparison, his backup goalie Laurent Persois has played six games, and he has an eight eighty five save percentage. So uh, it's pretty much. I feel like this game is just going to be a whole lot of the Flyers on offense, and they're going to have to figure out a way to solve Hellybuck without Konechny. So I feel like. Yeah, and I feel like Sunday could be – it has the potential to be one of those games of uh, everything but finish for the Flyers, which would be infuriating, but it would kind of make sense considering the situations. Well, I, but still, I, they should take it to this team and should dominate most of the play. It's just a matter of whether or not they're going to beat him. Should go along with the theme, essentially. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, Jets, though, third in the Central, 18-10-2, plus five goal differential. And then just putting the bow on that one. How's that? Yeah, uh, yeah. How's Patrick uh, Line, the, the cave troll himself, doing? Eight goals in 20, or uh, I don't know how many games they've played so far. Eight goals, though. That's in what he about does. 30 games. Yeah, goals. so uh, 28 points. And then Mark Schleifley leading the team with 13 goals, also leads the team with 29 points. Nikolai Ehlers is also tied with the team lead with 13 goals as well. Um, they're having, I mean, their whole thing is an offense. Their whole issue is an offense. They've always generated offense and been, um, I, w- I wouldn't say opportunistic. They're pretty good at just creating with limited opportunities, which is opportunistic, but they don't need a lot to score and they don't need a lot to set up line a, and it's just, uh, I would consider them more of a contender, but if they still have their defense intact, I, I think they would be a legit cup contender, but take away those main guys and know that it's just tell you about kind of keeping the team afloat. I, I, they're not as threatening, but they're still a competitive team. IML. IMHO. Yes. You are very humble as we all know. Yes. Thank you. Uh, what, <laughs> how, Craig, if you were uh, Elaine Vigneault, big Al himself, how would you go with the goaltending this week? I want to point out, I, I only want to be AV though. I don't want to be any other part of the ass crew. I don't want to be either of those guys. You don't want to be I, Mike Yao? No, I, uh, AV, I'm, AV's grown on me. I think I could be, I'm down with being AV. But if I was him, I would go, um, I would play Hart on Saturday and Elliot on Sunday. Because I think the Wild, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm just going with that. That will be my choice. So you got Hart, Hart, Moose. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking Hart, Hart, Moose. Yeah, I think Hart should play on Wednesday. And then, uh. Not really feeling either. I mean, it's both road road games against teams in the other conference. I'm not really leaning either way on which one should start. I'll, I'll say, yeah, Hart and then Elliot. That'll be my answer. Right. What do you? Which way you lean, Steph? I think I think that Big Al's going to do the same thing he did last week and make a moose sandwich. Yeah, he could. And I was surprised he threw uh, moose in there on on Thursday. But again, I. More more starts we get with uh, with Moose now to kind of keep Carter Hart fresh on the stretch. I'm fine with, uh, especially in like December. Like uh, like we were pointing out, there was a couple there's a couple games you could just play Elliot, and then Hart has like a five day stretch to just kind of kick back, drink a Fresca. I mean, Dave Haxtell, Dave Haxtell would have started uh, Brian Elliott about 45 <laughs> games in a row at this point, and then he'd be hurt, and then Hart would come in, start yeah. two games, get hurt, and then. <laughs> 
Yeah, Dave Haxall started Brian Elliott in like five games in four days, and then asked the league to like start instituting doubleheaders. He's like, I need to see this guy on the ice. I can't stand. I don't want to look at anything else besides Brian Elliott in net. So, can we get more games here? It was, <laughs> it was fucking ridiculous. See, yeah, but we've learned that AV is not as bad with that. So, or not nearly as bad. He's completely different with that. So far, so good with, nice. with AV on that front. And yeah. uh, Craig, just to wrap things up, the last thing we do is our our player of the week. And last week, the Craig Forsyth curse continued as he went with Oscar. <laughs> he, Craig went with Oscar Limbaugh, who didn't do jack shit. Zero points. Oh uh, shit! I mean, yeah, well, he still looks good defensively, but you know, yeah, no points. Yeah, well, like some production. I would like some production on the week. I pick him out to you know produce, but whatever, I guess. Meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, yours truly, Steve Jaco picks. Shane Gostisbehere, who has two goals and one assist. Mm. <laughs> mm, that's good. Mm. Yeah. All right. So, uh, well, yeah. If you want to, you want to do any more gloating? Are you doing like a dance right now? Oh, I'm doing a dance, and you know, yeah. you're doing the worm. I'm, Are you I'm worming? Doing, right I'm worming right now. You can hear it. Worming right yeah. now, and you're Fred Durston. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Durston. Right, so... I'm worming. I'm doing it all. <laughs> Uh, well, okay. I'm going to stick with the uh, the tropes here. I'm going to pick Chris Stewart. Chris Stewart's going to be my fire of the week. All right, Stewie. This is a this is a safe pick. This is he's probably going to be on the fourth line, and I don't want to pick a top nine player and make them go cold. So Chris Stewart is my pick this week. I'll tell you what. If Chris Stewart gets a single point, you win. Uh, yeah, you're damn right. I'm going to take that win. <laughs> damn right. <laughs> damn right. right. Even, I, I, and if he has two fights, I think you also win. Oh, okay. I mean, you that's can. What he does. Yeah, that's, we'll go. That's his, that's his thing. That's his yeah, job. that's why he's here. He's here to talk to people off the ice, and then he's here to just throw punches when he's on the ice. So, Absolutely. I. By the way, I want to. I'm fine with Chris Stewart on that. Unless Connecting is going to be out for 15 games, and you play Chris Stewart in every game now. I'm really fine with the Stewart rule. I know everybody was losing their mind earlier in the year, but he is being used as the 13th. He's only going to play on the fourth line. It seems. And I'd if he seems prefer... to reluctantly now, oh no, 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 I agree. I'd still prefer I... to have you know any anybody else medium yeah. fast <laughs> any medium speed player in there for the thirteenth. But yeah, sure, he is being yeah. used thirteenth. So I'll take that. He's... It's no Dave Haxtell <laughs> special. It's no uh, you know Pierre Edouard Belmar. Situation yeah, here. there's no games where you're like, hmm, is Stewart going to play in the top nine tonight? It's pretty much he's like, no, no, we have to. Sorry, we got to do this tonight. But yeah. all right, and I also I like your pick here. Yeah, because, yeah. Well, I'm. Yeah. I'm going. Uh, I'm picking JVR this week, James and Reemstike, and the reason I'm going for that is you would mention that maybe uh, they could potentially fill that connect the role, or maybe throw him up with Katori yeah. and Lindblom to Oski Boy to get things going. <laughs> Oski Boy. Uh, but yeah, I, I think JVR. I, I think he's. I think this is a good week for him. I'm feeling good about him. So hopefully he can step it up with Connectney out, and that's what the Flyers really need. If they need point production. Uh, they need a guy like JVR to step up and score some of those goals that have eluded him this year. I agree. And he has been he has been getting chances, and he just needed to have something happen to the team to get him off the fourth line, and this is his opportunity. If he doesn't start putting some points up on the board or some goals home now, uh, I, I don't know what to say, but I think he will because he – He's been getting that, and he's been getting plenty of chances, like I just said. Yeah. And uh, I do want to see, I do want to see if one of those top two pairs, uh, Frost and Drew or Limblom and Katoria, can kind of carry him as like the third wheel and just let him uh, set up shop in front and kind of, you know, give him some chances down low. But we shall see. We shall see. Well, folks, 
that's all we got for you today, but uh, hopefully it is another successful week for the Flyers. It's been a good season so far. If you have any feedback for us, the best place is on Twitter. You can reach Craig at Sports Are Bad. Working on anything for BSH right now, Craig? Uh, yeah. It's okay if you're not. Yeah, no, I am. I just, uh, yeah, I am. Yeah. I'm doing, <laughs> a, I'm going to have a return flight for Wednesday, and there are a couple other things I have in mind. I just don't know. I was going to look through them when, um, the Eagles are on TV tonight to kind of figure out what I wanted to uh, write about for the week ahead. But uh, how do you, real quick, how are you feeling about the birds? If you want to throw that in oh, there. Oh boy, this is going to be a sloppy game. This is going to be a been, great game. This is probably going to be the best game of my life. It's been it's raining like, all day. The Giants suck. The birds just lost to the freaking Dolphins. I am. Eli like, Manning fighting. Guess what? You can still make win the division. Oh, God. Do you want them? Do you? Okay. I so don't do know you what I want. Do you want them to win the division or fold the franchise and move to a different city? Fine, I guess I want them to win the division. When you put it like that. No, it's uh, it's not. This is a real, it's been a real, this season's been a real butthole. It's been real tough. Yeah, it's been a turd uh, of a season. Turd yeah. of a season. Yeah. It's just like, boy, we can make the playoffs. Hooray. So, here we are. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's, you know, Dallas sucks, but whatever. Uh, yes. <laughs> You can reach Craig at Sports Are Bad. You can reach me at Fly Perbly or Bomb. Either one of those, but make it Fly Perbly for all of your hockey needs. And be sure to follow BSH Radio and Broad Street Hockey. Listen to all of our great podcast content. We got BSH Radio, as I mentioned. We have Checking Out the Competition, Bill's Post Games, and our show, Fly Perbly. All that great stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, the show, the Flyers Forecast. But you're listening to that, so you don't need a plug for Flyers Forecast. Yeah, but you may already know about that. Yeah. Flyperbole, Flyperbole being recorded tomorrow night, or I guess tonight when you're listening to this, for Wednesday. So you can enjoy that while you're waiting the, like, six hours or whatever for the game to start. <laughs> yeah, you have plenty of time to listen on Wednesday. So uh, that's how time works. But, yeah, <laughs> that's what we got for you guys. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, in the words of the great Gene Hart, good night and good hockey.